Hey, what's up, Warrior? It is Jeff from WarriorLife.com, and welcome to podcast episode number 409. So if you were traveling, unarmed, and you suddenly noticed that you were being followed and targeted by a suspected criminal as you entered a local convenience store, would you be able to quickly devise an improvised weapon from items found only on the shelf to be able to defend yourself? Well, you will after this episode, and it came from a recent live stream I did on our social media channels. Let's talk tactics. Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. Welcome to the show that helps you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is the Warrior Life Podcast. Hey there, what's up, Warrior? It is Jeff Anderson from WarriorLife.com, and welcome to this week's podcast. Um, Listen, I heard a story some time ago, and it it had a huge impact on me and how I look at defending myself and my family. And I think you're going to feel the same. Uh, Frank Misabke and his fiance Jennifer, they had flown into Mexico City, Mexico from Miami Beach. They were scouting out venues for their upcoming destination wedding there. If you've ever flown to Mexico City before, um, traffic is complete chaos there. I mean, there are a lot of city streets that don't even have lanes drawn on them. It's basically just every driver for themselves. They all just kind of jockey for position and it gets pretty chaotic there. Well, Frank had been driving for about an hour when he felt a car hit him from behind. So he came to a stop and he got out of the vehicle to check the damage on his rental car at the same time that the other driver did. But that driver wasn't the only one who got out of the car. He was followed by five other men who quickly ambushed Frank and Jennifer in the middle of the street before they even knew what was going on. And within seconds, they were pulled from their car and thrown into the other vehicle's backseat in a common attack where Americans are targeted for ransom money from their, from their uh, relatives back, back home. So they were tied up, blindfolded, they were held at gunpoint, and they were extracted to a remote location where their, their kidnappers were going to carry out the rest of the, the ransom plan. But for hours, they were terrorized and tortured by their kidnappers. One of them looked Jennifer up and down as she was huddled against Frank, beaten and terrified, and said, this is going to get a lot worse for you. He was right. One of the men pulled Jennifer away to rape her. Jennifer fought back. And Frank took advantage of that distraction, and he untangled the rope that was around his hands, and he made a mad dash into the jungle to try and find help. Now, Jennifer was also able to break free and run, and she hid for hours in the jungle as their, as their kidnappers were searching for them. Now, fortunately, Frank was able to contact police and he returned with them and he was able to locate and rescue Jennifer with their help. Now, Frank and Jennifer were lucky and their nightmare story is a valuable lesson for anyone who has that inner strength to be able to fight back and refuse to be a victim. And it doesn't have to be a ransom abduction in a foreign country. It could be a serial rapist, an active shooter, Um, a road rage ambush in a parking lot, or a violent home invader who ambushes you in your home and takes you and your family hostage, maybe even for, for days. Now, you and I both know that danger can be anywhere. And so to be truly alert, you have to assume that danger is everywhere. That's why we talk about things like tactical awareness and developing the skills that you need to be able to spot danger And then take fast, decisive action to protect yourself and those who are counting on you for their protection. Now, for a lot of us, that's why we carry a concealed firearm, or maybe you have some other kind of a self-defense weapon like a knife, right? But not all environments allow these types of weapons. I mean, activist judges, gun-hating politicians, 
Everybody seems to be trying to make it harder and harder for us responsibly armed citizens to protect ourselves and our families. And the violent predators in our society, they love it. Um, from airports to government buildings, uh, from vacation destinations to all those like woke businesses that don't allow guns or other weapons on their premises, criminals, gang members, drug cartels, even terrorists simply ignore our laws. They've learned to either hide or even make deadly weapons from whatever they can find in their surroundings, especially if they've ever done any time in prison. So that means that if you're in a non-permissive environment where you're not allowed to have weapons, you need to be just as sneaky with being able to stay armed and protected. It doesn't matter what those laws are. If you are going to abide by them in order to stay armed, you've got to be crafty. Unfortunately, while danger may be everywhere around you, so are weapons. If you know what to look for and possess just a few critical skills that are going to help you to learn how to master this skill very quickly. So it doesn't have to, you also don't have to be like some like MacGyver or some CIA spy to be able to do this. Um, this is something that anybody can learn. And it's really easy to do. In fact, it's, it's something that's always on my mind because I've traveled a lot out of the U.S. and within the U.S. And I've gotten pretty crafty with some of the weapons that I've been able to put together. Everything from like makeshift machetes to bows and arrows, all from common items that I've been able to find around me. Now, some of these you're going to find in our um, Warrior Life's Extreme Improvised Weapons Manual. It's inside of what we call a loot locker. It's a, a, a free resource that you can sign up for. And inside of there, you are going to get access to a bunch of manuals. And we've got a whole bunch of really cool little gizmos and, and you know, different training resources in there. Um, all you have to do is just go over to warriorlife.com loot, and you'll be able to go ahead and sign up for, um, for that. It's totally free. Um, but for me, because you may have to create a weapon at a moment's notice, like on the fly, such as in an ambush, like Frank and Jennifer were victims to, um, it's better really to think of improvised weapons more as a framework. So all you need is just a little bit of creativity and determination. So let me show you three simple tips that you can use to quickly craft a weapon from everyday materials that you can probably find around you right now. So tip number one is to start to view your surroundings through a killer's eyes. Now, what do I mean, what do I mean by that? Um, I'm sure that you've seen like pictures, movies, television shows where violent prison felons are able to somehow create deadly weapons out of simple items, even in like these maximum security prisons where you're not allowed to obviously have weapons, right? So where you see a toothbrush, they're able to melt it into some super sharp shiv for stabbing. You see a Sports Illustrated magazine, they see a rolled up club. You see a bed spring they're somehow able to fashion this into some nuclear crossbow. There are literally several weapons everywhere around you right here, right now, if you know how to spot them and turn them into a deadly weapon to be able to defend yourself. In fact, do this right now. Look around you and find just one common object in your area that you would grab first if you suddenly found yourself unarmed and facing a knife-wielding criminal who gave you no choice. You've got to fight back. Now, what weapon can you see that you would grab first? So you may be able to pick something out quickly, or it, it might take you some time to be able to do that. 
When you finally do have something chosen, think about how long it took for you to be able to identify it. Maybe even just use your stopwatch to test yourself. Now, try this exercise again when you're in a different location to see if you can get that time down, if you can spot a weapon much faster. Okay, tip number two, the less work that you have to do to create your weapon, the better. So let's say that you've broken from your restraints in a home invasion, or you have ducked into a corner store to evade a stalker, and you've got to be able to defend yourself, right? Seconds count. You don't know when that strike is going to happen. So you've got to be able to act fast. So you might not have time to fashion some master blaster 5,000 smoke wagon from like a chemical mixture of Fruit Loops and, you know, SpaghettiOs and a tampon and a Zippo lighter. Like that's, you're not going to have time for that. So the fewer items that you need, the faster you're going to be able to get into the fight and overtake your attacker. So for example, all it takes is maybe like some paracord or like if you're in a corner store, like shoelace, even your own shoelace, if you're able to break from restraints, maybe even the restraints that you had yourself, um, some paracord and a master lock, right? Just a, a regular padlock as heavy as you can, as you can get it. Now I carry these things with me because even when I'm traveling, like it's not unheard of to have, you know, four or five feet of paracord with me or an extra shoe, you know, set of shoelaces or something like that. And of course I need a lock. I'm going to be locking stuff when I'm traveling. So all you have to do is take the, uh, the paracord or the lace or whatever you're using and just put it through the lock just quickly, just like I have this all looped up, basically just create a loop and put it right through the end of it. And now what you've got is a sap. You can take this thing and you can use it as a striking instrument. You can literally crack a coconut in half with this right here. So imagine the damage that it's going to do to some terrorist hijacker skull on a plane even. So now let's go back to that last exercise where you had to spot a single item as a weapon. So now what I want you to do is I want you to look for something that you can use to make that weapon maybe even more powerful. So that padlock, for example, all right, it can be used to by itself to strike somebody like as if it's brass knuckles. And that's going to do some damage. But when you add the shoelace or the paracord to it, now what you have is you have more reach and you have more power from your ability to swing it at your attacker because you're going to gain more speed and force behind the lock. So when it hits, it's going to have more power behind it. It's going to do more damage just by adding something as simple as a shoelace or a piece of paracord. Okay. Now, finally, for tip number three, what you want to do is you want to increase your weapons bank. What do I mean? What do I mean by that? Uh, making improvised weapons it gets easier and faster the more that you practice your creativity with it. In fact, I, I promise you, once you start, you're going to start noticing weapons everywhere around you. You're, it's just going to come naturally to you. Um, a while back, I attended a course put on by Ed Calderon. Um, if you don't know who Ed Calderon is, um, he has worked like counter narcotics against the most vicious drug cartels in Mexico's northern border. Um, the course that I went through was called Motel Armor, and he shared how those cartels look at weapons and how to create your own weapons using those same methods. By the way, if you want to know uh, if you're interested in that course or whatever, um, Ed's, Ed's Manifesto is uh, Ed's Manifesto .com is Ed's website there. Um, you can go check it out. It was a great course that I went through there. Um, so 
Ed gave us a lot of really kind of sneaky tricks for making these weapons on the fly. For example, um, he demonstrated how you could take just a simple cheap pen, like the old Bic pens, like we had, you know, back in my ancient years of, of being in high school, right? Just these old, these old pens. Um, all you have to do is go ahead and take off the cap here. And just by simply rubbing it on a motel room rug, like those low pile ones, just rubbing it really, really fast. You can get this point down, I'm sure if you can see this or not, but you can get this point down very, very sharp. I'm gonna try and get this closer here and focus, but you can get this very, very sharp. And because the center of it is hollow, it basically creates this hypodermic style shiv. It only takes like 30 seconds to be able to rub this thing. That friction is going to burn off that, that, that plastic and you quickly are going to have a stabbing device there. Um, the other thing that you can do is put a small notch in it, right? Like toward the, uh, right toward the end of it. And you kind of put this, you know, about halfway through or so. And then if you, you know, you're, you're battling with your attacker, you stab him in the neck and the tip breaks off. You just twist your wrist and it breaks off that tip. And now it's going to be stuck in their body and they're not going to be able to get it out. And there's going to be blood spewing all over their, their evil lair. Right. Um, yeah, I know it's pretty gruesome, but welcome to Ed's world. That's that's what he's learned from like these are crafty people out there. They're extremely violent, extremely brutal. And they've learned that in order to survive an attack, that you have to get that brutal. And having a weapon is going to allow you to be more brutal with a better chance to be able to survive. So why wouldn't you have those same type of skills to be able to defend yourself against those same people that may know those skills. If they've ever been in prison, if, they, if you're traveling somewhere, um, drug cartels, you, you might be targeted for, uh, for ransom or by a serial rapist. If you're a woman, it just, it could be any situation. You've got to be crafty with it. Now there's, there's really no end to the number of, of lethal improvised weapons that you can make to defend yourself. All you have to do is just put your mind to it and just add in that creativity. Um, in fact, we're getting ready to update that improvised weapons manual I was telling you about with some new blueprints in it. So if you have any nefarious weapons for self-defense that you want to share, um, I'd love to add them to the guide. We'd love to add those to the blueprints there. And of course, we give you full credit for them um, if there's something that we don't already have in there and we end up including it in the new version there. Um, you can go ahead and leave your ideas in the comments wherever you're, you're seeing this or listening to our podcast. But a better way would actually be to hit us up over at warriorlifetips.com. Um, and there you can submit your ideas. You can either put it in by text or you can record audio there. You can even record video right there on the page. Um, if we end up using your ideas there um, in like our social media posts or anything like that, we're going to send you out a, a cool thank you gift in the mail as just, you know, for, for helping us out there and for sharing your, your tips there. And we'd love to get like your, your name out there as well. And just, you know, show other people what a badass you are when it comes to improvised weapons. So you can go do that over at warriorlifetips.com. All right. Okay. Well, that wraps things up. Um, again, I'd love to hear what you've got in your plans for uh, these types of weapons. So please go ahead and reach out to us there. And until our next broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson from warriorlife.com saying prepare, train, and survive. You've been listening to the Warrior Life Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us spread the mission of self-reliance and self-protection when you rate us. And leave us a comment wherever you enjoy these podcasts. And don't forget to check out our posts and videos on our social media channels. You'll see a full directory when you visit our website at www.warriorlife.com. 
We'll see you next time. This has been the Warrior Life Podcast. Prepare. Train. Survive. Survive.